Hello, Mama, and welcome to the Mama Academy PH podcast show. I am your mom host, Kay, and I'm so glad you made it here. If this is your first time tuning here and being here, welcome and please feel at home. Our podcast show has been here since 2018, and we have a bunch of conversations and episodes made for you. So please, I hope you find your way through all our past episodes. Tune into them. Please do not forget to click on that subscribe button and let us know what you think of this whole podcast show. Your messages, your reviews, your feedback, um, your efforts in reaching out to us, they matter to us. And they encourage us a lot to keep creating content and episodes here. So please, please, if you feel like sending us messages and if you want to let us know, um, what do you think about this podcast show? Please <laughs> send us a message over our Instagram, Facebook, email, or leave us, a, leave us your comment here. We would totally appreciate that. And today on our show, <laughs> sana namang exciting, makabagdamdaming next episode ang meron tayo um, today. We have the privilege of ta- talking to a mother who is all the way from Japan, but she's a Filipina. She's a Filipina homeschooling mother, a passionate mompreneur, and a book author herself. You will find out as we move along with the conversation, bakit siya passionate mompreneur. She's actually not just a mompreneur, but in everything that she does, I feel like she puts in a lot of passion. All right, so she'll share with us how she's so gracefully embracing each season in her life. And I'm sure, I'm totally sure, we can all learn a lot from this mama. We have on the show, welcome here, Avik Tatlonghari. Not just for the first time, but for the second time. Hi, Kay. <laughs> How are you? All good. Maraming salamat. At kagaya ng mga ibang nanay, finally, natuloy tayo. Oo nga. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> so, <laughs> This is your second time, but the first time you were with Eileen, dalawa kayo, remember? That's true. So, tonight, we are recording this at um, night time, and Avic is all the way from Japan. So, since we're winding down, medyo, we'll make this conversation very relaxing and encouraging. Yes. No pressure ako doon. Dapat encouraging. <laughs> We'll try. The word is try. Okay. Now, before we begin, Avic, I'm sure not a lot of moms, um, or of course, for those moms who have not been able to tune into our first episode, or maybe they have not seen you um, do some of the sessions that we have in Mama Honey PH, for the purpose of reintroducing yourself, tell us more about Avic and what kind of a mother is Avic, Dapa? Okay. I. I am Avic, so I am 46 years old. Talagang in-announce ng age. And I I have a daughter. She's 12 years old. Tapos nakatira na kami dito sa Japan. But I'm married to a Filipino. So essentially, we are raising a third culture kid. So yun. Um, I work from home. Meron kaming startup organization. But most of the time, I spend my days talagang doing what I need to do as basically homemaker and um, a homeschooling nanay basically tao sa akin nanay so yun hello yeah. sa mga listeners mo kinakabahan ako bigla akong kinabahan <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Ikaw pa ba? Now, Avik, you mentioned about being um, a part of a startup or being a homeschooling mom. Talk to us about your season right now. How does it look like? Ano nga ba yung season ni Avik ngayon as a mother? My daughter is 12. So, pumapasok na siya sa teen years niya. So, I've been homeschooling ever since. Kasi hindi ko naman sinadyang mag-homeschool. I think a lot of my friends know that I don't have I don't have this huge philosophy pagdating sa, sa homeschooling nag-grow na lang to over the years and I thought I was gonna go back to work everything was all set up and then now that I'm I'm a mother of a 12 year old parang ano parang nasanay ng konti sa homeschooling pero nadi-disrupt din because of what happens in life may mga bagay-bagay na nangyayari sa ating mga nanay Maraming, maraming seasons na pinagdadaanan, tumatanda. <laughs> so may mga physical challenges, emotional challenges, at kung ano-ano pa. And also, siguro ano rin, depende rin sa mga needs ng family. So nagbabago yung needs ng family. Parang ganun. You've been from that season when your daughter was just so tiny, newborn to infancy, and now she's already... Almost a teen or teen na nga ba? 12. Oo, oh, 12 eh. Almost entering the teen phase of her life. What would you say is that lesson that you learn as you move through each season of your motherhood? Ano yung pinaka, every time na magta-transition ka into a new season, lagi mong naaalala as, okay, this is what I need to do because this happened in the past season of my life. Okay, I think ang, ang common or common denominator sa, sa nakaraang 12 years, so 12, isa lang naman yung anak ko tapos past 12 years, is that you are the parent or you are the mom and you're the nanay that your child needs. Because sometimes you feel inadequate in so many ways. Many people won't believe na I feel inadequate as a mom. Kasi parang pag tinignan mo yung social media post or what happens lang sa alam yun, sa social media or yung nakikita mo lang from a point of view of an outsider of the family akala mo madali or akala mo smooth sailing ng lahat and there are challenges and one of the things that God would always deposit in my heart is ikaw yung tinawag ko for this particular it's a calling it's a mission right and wala sila walang sinet aside na iba si Lord na maging nanay ng mga batang ito or ng batang ito kundi ikaw Okay, so I think that kind of wisdom carries me through the seasons. Uh, iba kasi yung challenges kay pag isa yung anak mo, iba yung challenges pag multiple yung anak. You have multiple children, pero pare-parehong may challenges and you have to move forward forward in faith. Hindi, magdadal, hindi siya madali, pero hindi rin naman siya malungkot. Masaya naman yung mga seasons na yun. What would you say, in so far as you've been a mother for how many years now? Ano siya yung pinaka-challenging na season as you look back? Siguro yung ano niya, yung, yung, yung birth niya because I gave birth during the, the big tsunami and earthquake in Japan and everything was not, was not expected. Even the generation of the Japanese, this generation of Japanese has not seen that kind of earthquake. And I really thought I was, it was the end of me, but it was the end of everything. And I think yung naipanganak siya and alam mo yung merong, parang pag nanay ka kasi, you do it one day at a time. 
Tapos iba meron mga breastfeeding issues. Pero kami, on top of the breastfeeding issues, yung hindi nagigain ng weight and all that, meron pang mga radiation yung breast milk. May lahat ng pagkain, ng, ng pati tubig, and then ang daming aftershocks siguro that lasted for several months na in a day multiple. So parang palagi kang nasa edge. I was living on the edge and my husband was was working. Kailangan niyang kumita ng pera. And I was alone. I was away from family. And I think yun yung pinaka-challenging uh, pinaka uh, so far in the past 12 years. Yung paano mo siya maitatawid from one one day to the next given na may nagaganap sa buong Japan. And especially where I was living at the time. I was living in Tokyo at the time and then we moved outside of Tokyo after the earthquake, a year after the earthquake. You can just imagine you know, how, how extra, extra at the time, you know? How 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 it was extra challenging for you as a mom, and perhaps not just as a mom, no, but even as a wife, with a, someone who's out of her comfort zone, out of her home country, that so hard. And then add to that, giving birth. You thought you mentioned about taking things one at a time mm-hmm. or one day at a time. Was it something that is this something that you always uphold? in your life na avic one thing at a time one step at a time one day at a time tayo don't overwhelm yourself with too many things i was never like that kasi ano ko medyo strategic planner and you know yung parang yung background ko in terms of my career or yung work na ginagawa ko before palaging kailangan nag-iisip ka ng scenarios kailangan ano ka, ahead of everything when you're managing a project, ahead of everything ka. So, kumbaga parang yung personality ko, gusto ko, napaplano ko. But, you know, as, you know, probably your listeners would agree with me, kapag naging nanay ko or naging magulang ka, that's when you realize na immature ka pala. Parang, kailangan mo palang mag-grow up. Kahit pa akala mo, ang dami mo ng alam, akala mo patient ka na, akala mo, Um, marami ka nang nabasang parenting books or marami ka nang seminar na napuntahan, nag-alaga ka ng pamangkin and all that. And then you'll realize na you have a lot of growing up to do. And yung one day at a time, and I think dineposit yun ni Lord sa puso natin. And we had no choice but to do it one day at a time. Para even if I want to plan ahead or even if I want to have a calendar of what needs to be done, it was from breastfeeding to sleeping to, you know, you know what happens kapag maliliit ang mga bata and then a toddler, tapos yeah. all that. Nagbabago lang yung mga challenges mo. Pero pare, nagbibuild yung, yung heart muscle mo. In a way, yung, yung disposition mo, binibuild ni God slowly. So, yung one day at a time na yun, I think talagang ni-reserve niya sa mga parents. <laughs> na wala kayong choice, kundi to go through it one day at a time. Wala kang ibang, wala kang ibang way. You know, that's the reality that we have now. Even if you wanted to do as much things as you can, nandun ka sa point na wala kang choice. Kailangan mo talagang i-embrace. No? And I heard that from a podcast episode, what the timing, no? Today also. And the guest in the podcast show also said, wala eh, you have to go through it eh. You have to battle it out. Wala ka talagang magagawa. You have no choice. So, I wanted to ask you, Did you did you at any point in time struggled at that? The parang Lord, I used to be such a go-getter person, eh. I wanted to take things into my own timing, own timeline. But now I have no choice but just to embrace this whole thing. 
How is it for you? I think I still struggle, okay? I think the struggle is essential. I don't think it will ever leave my heart. I think that the struggle is there because it will always be a choice of should I continue staying home? Should I accept this project or not? Um, should I build a business? Should I expand this or not? Should I yes to say yes to this or say no to that? I think yung struggle na yun palaging nandun. And I think yung struggle na yun is a gift from the Lord because you constantly run to Him. You constantly find yourself in a place na Lord, hindi ko to kaya. Like, like earlier over dinner, I was telling my husband wala akong makita masyado na magmumodel sa akin ng yung only child. Kasi ang dami kong nakikita, di ba, parang may dalawang anak, multiple children, tapos nag-homeschool. And it makes a lot of sense. Parang iniisip ko lang yon And then, while I was ano, thinking of that, biglang nilagay ni Lord sa puso ko, you know, John 3.16, di ba? My only begotten son. I, I already have the perfect model of someone who has one child. And alam mo yun, parang, parang yung, yung questions ko, yung fears ko about raising just one child right now, alam ni Lord. So I think yung struggle na yun, ano eh, present siya, whether sampu yung anak mo, lima or isa. And it's the same God that we need. It's the same grace that we need, that we run to every day. And akala lang natin, mas madali yung buhay ng isa or mas madali yung buhay ng apat or lima. Pero at the end of the day, um, merong heart issues na dinitil si God sa, sa bawat isa sa ating mga nanay, secretly or even um, alam ng lahat. So yun, I think nandun yung struggle kaya I don't think mawawala. And iniisip ko sana hindi mawala. Kasi gusto ko palaging nagsisip kay Lord. Lord, should I say no? Should I, you know, cl- ano mo yun? Should I welcome the closed door? Tapos na humble ka rin in the process kasi hindi mo pala kaya. Kala mo, kaya mo, pero may batang nangangailangan sa'yo and all that. So, I'm not sure if I'm making sense there, pero andun yung struggle. Oh, you're right. You're right, no? That- and I can totally agree as you're talking, no, na hindi naman talaga nawawala yung struggle. It just develops into something new, something fresh, diba? But like what we always say, tama ka, eh, no? you know, motherhood is all by God's grace. And whatever the challenge is that you're faced with, you always have that hope in the Lord na, you know, you have someone to go to. You have someone to run to. No? And I think that's what makes motherhood more bearable doable, diba? Kasi meron kang, apart from yourself, so hard to figure things out, you know? but you have someone that you can come to and, you know, lean in. Okay, you know kaya figure out mo na, and you'll come into terms with the fact na, uy, alam ko na to, I know, I know this season, na master ko na to, and then something will happen and you'll realize na, no, si Lord talaga. Alam mo, ikaw, tatakbo ka talaga sa kanya. I don't know how to do this, Lord. I don't know how to raise a teenager. I don't know how to handle this. May mga pressure na hindi mo ina-expect na pressure, magiging pressure pala. Dati, parang kaya ko to. Tapos pagdating ng motherhood, bakit hindi ko to kaya? Right? So, akala mo na-figure out mo na, tapos hindi mo pa rin pala na-figure out. And I think that's the beauty of, that's the beauty of walking with the Lord. Kasi pag, Pag nanay ka, hanggat alam mo that you're walking with the Lord, your your child will be touched by the Lord despite us. And I think that's very liberating for me. Yeah, yeah. It's not with it. The, parang, it's not all in your hands. Diba? 
in the word there is surrender no at some point you just say lord you just surrender everything to you i'm gonna go back to the time that we talked over the chat over facebook messenger chat and you told me that what you have right now in terms of business sinasadya mo talagang gawin siyang small muna I don't know if you remember that instance because that really, ano ba, it's really something that I continue to remember and actually share to people. I hope you don't mind. I didn't even ask for permission, but I didn't say naman. It's from you. But I love what you said and I wanted the listeners to hear that straight from you. Bakit si Avic, you intentionally make your business or whatever you're doing right now, small scale. What is the reason behind that? I remember that conversation, okay? and thank you for asking me that because nobody, nobody really made me process that. Actually, hindi ko alam bakit ganun, naging ganun yung decision ko personally. So just to give a background, meron kaming training organization. We offer remote training um, solutions, and we offer everything online. And we help people to become teachers and school owners um, dito sa Japan or even outside of the outside of Japan na gustong mag-work sa Japan. And... I remember that conversation and when you asked me that, hindi ko, it was my first time to really process why I did what I did and why I do it in such a small scale. Because number one, okay, I want my priorities to be my priorities right now. And there will be a lot of noise. There will be uh, the pressure of social media, society in Japan, outside Japan, in the Philippines, or even the generation that came before me, that will tell me what my priorities should be. But one thing I know is sure, na yung priorities na yung dineposit sa puso naming mag-asawa. And kailangan mong, kailangan mong i-block yung noise because there is what, naniniwala kasi, okay, there is a certain worldview, parang secular view. Diba when you watch about everything or listen to podcasts about motherhood, about parenting, about homeschooling, there are too many philosophies, maraming, maraming, maraming opinion. While they are great and while they are practical, dapat alam mo as a mom kung ano yung dinideposit ni God para sa family mo because your family is unique. So nung in-start namin to, we knew we were gonna start it small. We wanted we want to build it small because I don't want to get to that point where I would resent being a mom or resent um, being on the floor playing Lego or doing origami with my daughter or just walking and spending my afternoon, wasting my afternoon walking because she needs to walk and play at the park over and over again. So what I did was to guard my heart. And I said, I told myself, this is going to be small. Para siyang ano yung loaves of bread and fish na hawak-hawak kung maliit siya, Lord. But you know what? You, you are going to multiply this. I don't know what multiplication means. It can be Two years from now, from now or 20 years from now. Hindi ko alam kung saan pupunta to, right? Pero sabi ko, Lord, I really want this to be small because I don't want my heart. I want my heart to remain tender. And I want I want my priorities to be clear. Kasi madali akong, yung personality ko, madali din akong masway pag nakita ko may mga opportunities, tapos alam kong kaya ko, tapos marami nagsasabing kaya mo. And I'm surrounded by people, okay, who are doing so well. 
I was just recently with a classmate sa university ko dito sa Japan and she's doing so well in New York. Alam mo yung pag, pag pinagtapat mo yung buhay namin, magka-classic kami in 2004, papunta until 2006. Pero pag tinignan mo yung buhay namin, hindi ko masasabing better yung buhay niya, pero ang ganda-ganda ng buhay niya. And all I can do right now is to rejoice with her. I love her because when I when I surround myself with people who are different from me, na probably hindi nanay or iba yung pathway na tinata, it can be my possibilities too. But importante sa akin na hindi hindi mag-overlap ma- ng worldview yung dineposit ni God sa, sa puso ko as a mom. So, yun yung way ko to protect my heart. I want I want to make it small and God will multiply it in His ways and in His time. I love how I hear you say that very clearly. No? Na parang alam mo talaga in your heart from the start that you know, I wanted to protect this season in my life and I want to honor it and respect it. And that's in terms of keeping things as manageable as I can keep it. Because you know yourself, right? I mean, it's not just you, Abic. It's me too. <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's it, it goes the same for a lot of the moms also that there's a lot of noise and pressure out there, and when opportunities come, we easily grab onto it. Opportunities, opportunities, and without even realizing and discerning and contemplating, how is this going to impact my life as a mom, or not just me, my kids. Future. I love that. I love how it is very clear to me. And it's speaking a lot of encouragement for me because I'm in that season in my life when I have to say not yet. I mean, forever. It's just the yet, not yet. Right? Sometimes we focus. I'm saying this. Um, based at least sa story ko and alam ko nag-overlap or very similar yung pinagdadaanan and although magkaiba tayo ng generation mas bata si Kay sa akin and sometimes we tend to focus on what we're saying no to and we forget that we're actually saying yes to passing on faith and raising a generation and um, you know it's 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 a crucial role uh, it's a crucial It's a crucial role that nobody else can do. And while the struggle is real and we worry about finances, I wish we could do more. I wish I could be more. I wish I could be more relevant. I, could, I wish I could travel more. But I sometimes, I sometimes you know, you know, write a mind map of where I am. Nagmamind map ako, sulat kami. Sinasabi ko, Lord, andito ako. Ito yung, ito yung, ito yung, ito yung pangarap ko, ito yung sigaw ng puso ko. Pero Lord, ikaw ang bahalang magmumultiply nito. I don't know how. So, I think pa importante na you also know what you're saying yes. So, I'm saying yes to God's call to raise this child. And, you know, yung sonship na yun, if you read the Bible, yung sonship na yun is a very important theme. It, it is the center of the Bible. And imagine having that special call to be a mother of one or two or three or ten. Or even being, you know, someone who can adopt. Di ba may mga kaibigan ako nag-adopt? That is a very special role. Sabi ko kay Lord, minsan kay, Lord, you will provide for my needs because I'm fulfilling this role. Alam mo yun? Parang, parang may ganun ka kay Lord. May iyak kang ganun kay Lord. And, you know, and God is good and God is faithful. <sighs> Although we understand, Abic, no, na 
when you say no to some things, there's that fear in your heart na baka naman I'm letting go of something huge and something important. But you you walk in faith, diba? You know, hey, these are my priorities and I have it clear in my head. So, nakaka-encourage yung pagiging clear, no? Because sometimes we're very unclear about these kinds of things. And I think that's because of when we look at the practical side, we are adults. The reality of adulthood remains that we have to raise kids, we have to feed them, we have to, you know, we have to make sure that everything is um, provided for them in terms of, you know, shelter, education, right? Like what you said, it's it's taking it one day at a time. Napapa, napapahingang malayo ko. <laughs> I-add ko lang ha, i-add ko na, I think makakatulong din if you don't put uh, value judgment. I was talking with a friend, a mom siya, pero talagang umaalago yung career niya dito sa Japan. But you know, she's raising two wonderful children. Tapos sabi ko sa kanya, alam mo nakakatulong that you don't put premium or parang value judgment na dapat homemaker is above someone who is pursuing a career. But yeah, because you know what, hindi. You can be career-oriented and still know what your priorities are. You can be a homemaker and mess up your priorities. Yun ang sinasabi ko, parang hindi siya, hindi siya connected sa pagiging homemaker or um, pagiging career-oriented or businesswoman because kahit na businesswoman ka or career-oriented ka or 100% homemaker ka, grace is real. Alam mo yun, God knows kung ano yung kailangan mo to raise the children that He entrusts, uh, He has entrusted us with. So I think, ano yun, parang depende sa bawat family. Idideposit ni God yun sa bawat family or bawat moms. And I, think, and I think you're also the same person who told me before, or I learned this from you, that your your decision or what you have in your heart does not make the other person or you don't, it, it does not make you any better. Compared That's to others. No? They have their own situation. They have their own dynamics right now. And whatever they have right now, and that's what suits them. You're not any better than them. That's and right. I echo that. I echo that. Diba? Kaya kailangan isurab mo yung mo. Ako, I'm a homeschooler, diba? I, I'm very intentional, okay? Na hindi puro homeschooling families ang kasama ko. Agreed. Or hindi puro married women ang ka-hangout ko. I hang out with some with people na 10 years younger than me na single. I hang out with people na walang asaw. I hang out with people with multiple children. I hang out with people who are so driven when it comes to career. Kasi it, ano eh, it's so easy to be to be stuck in a box, lalo na if you're fulfilling a certain role. And akala mo, yun yung nagsasubstitute sa calling ni God sa'yo. And you can change the next thing na mag-usap tayo, baka meron na akong um, ibang career. Pero the calling is the same. The mission of motherhood is the same. Whatever it is that you pursue, the grace of the Lord remains the same. Amen. It's available to everyone and anyone who seeks the Lord. Yeah. So, but I think I'm I'm on to my last question because um we, we want to make this still not too long. We'll reserve that for the next episode with Avic. That's for sure. We'll still have Avic for another round of episode. But for my last question, you mentioned about 
tuning out from the noise, mm-hmm. from the external noise that we have, the social media, other people, the standards of others. How do you do that intentionally? Because it's so hard. I mean, when you log onto your social media, you get bombarded with too many things. And parang, ako, personally, I can speak for myself. It comes to a point that I just have to, you know, turn off my social media because it, it's becoming too much for me. Parang, I tend to compare na and question the Lord's um, plans for my life. When in fact, you know, we, we know very well that the Lord has beautiful things ahead for us. So how do you do that? Actually, there are many ways and um, I don't want to be legalistic here because you know, like when you say, God, God has His way to really communicate to us depending on what you a lot of time for Him. You know, God would want to communicate to us. I, I always come from a point that God wants to communicate to And I think Uh, I cannot tell you like 10 things you need to do. And we hear, we hear that all the time, di ba? Parang we, we see that everywhere. 10 things you must do, the same thing, 10 things you must have, what to do. Merong magsasabi, may camp na wag ka mag-social media. But you know, marami rin naging opportunities because of social media. Naging, naging platform siya to reach and encourage more people. May business kami because of social media. So I think mawala or meron man yung social media. I There are different ways. And let me just share some of the things na I do. Um, baka lang maka, makatulong sa mga listeners. Um, number one, I go old school. Ibig sabihin, I don't read my Bible sa aking um, laptop or iPad. Kasi dati ginawa ko yun and it was so hard. Social media attacks you when your brain is not ready. Di ba? Parang, parang pag nagising ka sa madaling araw to go to the bathroom and then you happen to check the time, then social media will attack you or will give inputs kahit hindi naman relevant sa buhay mo ngayon. What happens, for example, in Cambodia will affect the way Um, you feel right now, your fears about parenting. So, kailangan, ano, kailangan magkaroon ka ng, ng, ng base or ng sistema para hindi, hindi, ka mag, hindi ka i-attack or i-invade ng social media anytime it wants. One of the things I learned, Kay, from, from another entrepreneur, meron siyang, ano, office hours. So, nire-respect niya office hours na yun. So, during those office hours, it's when she checks her mails and social media, blah, blah, blah. And I think having that kind of, having a set of boundaries when it comes to the way you spend your hours will also limit the, the way you respond to things. So, ina-unfollow ko, ano, ina-unfollow ko kay yung mga puro bad news, yung mga nag-viral na news, especially during the pandemic the past three years. Because it will affect the way I feel about my child. Yung, yung concept ko of safety, yung concept ko of the future. Baka, alam mo yung ma, ganito na ang kailangan na pera para mag, magpa-college ka ng isang bad or mag-raise ka ng isang bad. Even if you feel like, okay, we have jobs, we are okay, blah, blah, blah. It will deposit fear in your heart. So you you tend to eliminate what needs to be eliminated even for just a season. Pwede ka naman bumalik, right? So be intentional in terms of what you can follow or who to follow, who to who to talk to. And aside from going back to the real Bible, yung, hindi naman real Bible, ibig sabihin yung, yung Bible talaga. Kasi pag 
pag may Bible ako na hina-highlight, ina-annotate, I think it helps me block out the noise because it makes me look at the page. Look, it makes me look at the Word of God lang. And importante yung mga little things that we do uh, mm -hmm. in order for us to block out the noise. But this is the reality. We There will always be noise. Kaya kailangan, ano, resilient din yung character mo. Bumabalik ka dun sa class in a community that you hang out with. Like, that's why I always say it's important to go to church. Even if you can't do it every week because of issues at home, it's important to be surrounded with people who believe despite challenges. Nakakadagdag yun eh. Nakakadagdag dun, yun sa faith mo. And then you can block out the noise. You cannot just block out the noise and there's nothing there. You have to block out the noise with something fresh, something life-giving. So... Depende kung anong season ng life mo, I walk a lot. Um, walking helps me, you know, block out the noise. It lets me hear the mundane sounds. Yung pag nakikinig ka, hindi ko alam dyan sa area mo, but dito pag nakikinig ka sa birds and all that, it, it, you know, it rewires your brain that, you know, there are other sounds aside from the opinion of people who are making you feel very inadequate about your life about your about your mission as a mother. So yun yung mga ginagawa ko. Hindi ko alam. May mga tao nag-journal because it helps them process their emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, may mga tao na they are learning a lot. Nag-aaral. Alam ko nag-aaral ka. Kita mo ba? Nag-aaral. Yes. So yun, pag nag-aaral ka, parang may momentum, may movement kang kinecreate. So wala ka mong nakikitang results. Hindi mo siya natatranslate sa peso or dollar pa. Pero nag-move ka in a way, forward baby steps, and it helps you block out the noise. I love that. No? And I think of all people, ikaw talaga mommy ang makakaalam, no? What, what will work for you in terms of tuning out the noise, no? So that you have time for yourself. And I think it's important, no? Because when you really set aside or carve out these kinds of, of activities, you allocate your time for something that matters to you. Like for Avik, it's Bible reading. Well, that means you cultivate that relationship with the Lord. And that relationship with the Lord empowers you and propels you as you do your motherhood. So you would know, Mom. So thank you, Avik. I love kong hava ng episode natin, but thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll for sure do another round. And like I always say, Avik, I I always it's always a delight for me to have conversations like this with you because it it renews my soul it refreshes my perspective my heart so thank you and i'm sure that the other moms feel the same also or would feel the same after hearing your sharing after hearing your stories for your time if the moms happen to you know want to connect with you where can they find Abby? not in the philippines though but in Japan. Okay. So, startup organization namin, you can, ako yung sumasagot dun, um, Asian Center for Development. Uh, sa Instagram, Little Great Joys, although more on, medyo mababang engagement ko dun, but you can connect with me if you can, if you want to add me, I'd love to add you. On Facebook, it's Avic Castillo. Yeah, we'll for sure, we'll for sure tag Avic when we post this podcast episode. Again, thank you, Avic, for your time. And I haven't asked you this question, but for the last, super, super last, for the moms who are going through some 
challenging season in their life, what's a short message of encouragement do you have for them? Whether you feel it or not, God is holding your heart. And uh, there is nobody else, not even our husbands, who can do that role for, for you. And I think it is very important that you, you find ways to go back to the Lord. There will be times, okay, to be honest, just a quick, there was a time that I went through a very dark moment. And I couldn't go back. I couldn't go back to reading the Bible. I couldn't go back to worshiping. And I would write, I want to pray. I want to worship, but I can't. But God would send people. God would be. God was faithful in sending people or reminders. And if you are in a very challenging situation right now, kung ano man yung challenges mo, God is holding your heart and the Lord is not done with you yet. God, God has something in store for all of us. Kahit ako hindi ko alam eh, pero yung godly hope na yun just keeps me getting up every day and just doing my role. And at one, you know, sometimes you would think na meron bang kahinat ng lahat ng ginagawa ko? Because as a mother, sometimes hindi mo nakikita sa anak mo, right? Akala mo, kapag present ka sa anak mo, magiging maganda yung character nila, magiging perfect yung mga scores nila. But you know what? The results are not the reflection of how God is moving in the hearts of your children. So kailangan lang talaga yung puso mo. Balik ka ng balik kay Lord. Kahit anong bagsak mo, balik ka lang ng balik. Ganda. I think I needed this conversation more than any <laughs> Salamat, Abik. And I love what you said. Now, whether you feel it or not, God is holding your heart. So thank you again, Abik. Thank you for your time. And to you, Mom, I feel like marami ka ng notes na na-take dyan. <laughs> Let us know what you think about this episode. And I, I pray, my prayers that this episode has encouraged you as much as it encouraged me. Thank you once again. And if it did, no, by the way, if, if it did encourage you, will you please do us a favor by sharing this episode to your friends, family members, whether they're moms or not, no? This is still a bit about them. So why don't you click on that share button and let them know about this beautiful podcast episode we're having. Again, this has been your host, Kay, and I'll catch you on the next episode. God bless you and have a good day. Learning.